0: Randy on the opening drive on 101 ESPN, and we go to the celebrity line now. Our friend, the voice of the Blues, Chris Kerber, joins us. He's back from Carolina, where the Blues came away with a 2-1 shootout victory over the Hurricanes. Kerbs, good morning. How are you doing?
2: Randy, I'm good this morning. How are you? We're doing well, and uh, this team is playing great, aren't they? You know what? They're 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 playing as a team. They're finding a way to win some close games. Uh, they're in a stretch of hockey, Randy, where eight of the nine games that they are playing are against teams that are one, two, or three in their respective divisions. Now, every one of them until you get to Philadelphia at the end of this homestand uh, is top two, obviously Pittsburgh, who they lost to, but against, you know, against uh, Dallas, Colorado, Vancouver, and Carolina, those are first or second place teams in their division and they've gone three and one. So, Sixth time this season, they've climbed themselves back to three games over 500. Uh, it's going to be a tough task against Florida tomorrow to get to that elusive four-game mark over 500 um, as an overall record. But uh, but they're there, so tied with the Edmonton Oilers in the standings. You know, for uh, the second wild card spot, though Edmonton has two games in hand and and have been uh, the best team in the league really since. Thanksgiving. I think they're 15-3. There's a lot going on, but uh, they're, they're keeping themselves in the battle. Kerbs, we're going to call
0: you right back. We've got something going on with our phone line or your phone line, so we're going to call Chris okay. Kerber right back, and uh, we'll get him back. By the way, the Blues tomorrow night with a 6 o'clock pregame against the aforementioned Panthers, 7 o'clock faceoff. And then on Thursday night, you've got the Rangers in town. That's a 6 o'clock pregame, 7 o'clock faceoff. And then Saturday night, the Bruins. And so you've got the team with uh, I had it here the well, the two teams with the tied for the best most points in the league Rangers and Bruins and the Panthers are in the top 5 in the league. So there's a it's going to be a tough tough go for the Blues here it in is terms gonna be of tough the schedule that they're playing.
1: Yes, 100%. Do you think at this point drew bannister with what he's been able to do that he has really almost secured this job in a sense
0: it's a great question i don't know chris kerber is back
1: oh, with is us. he back curbs yeah. would you like to weigh on with a weigh in on that one
2: yeah, you have the, uh, they, they put me on about halfway through that, so you've got to uh, oh. catch me up.
1: Of course. We were just talking about how encouraging it is, the way that the Blues are performing under Drew Bannister. At what point do you think, especially during this, we're talking about that tough stretch of games, do you think that there's anything that maybe Army will see here that will say, yes, we need to take that interim tag off, to, off of Drew Bannister?
2: Yeah, you know what? Uh, I would I would say, of course. You know, if, if you continue to play well against these top teams and and how the second half of the season goes, you know, I I don't. When I'm referring to Drew Bannister on, on the air and these things, I, I don't and I don't know if I should be doing you know the interim tag or not. I, I've never put it said interim, and the reason is is because a head coach, unless you know, it's like really short term. Like you know, if you had that that Jimmy Roberts fill in, right? or that Bobby Plager filling, uh, to, to me, the guy's the head coach of the team until he's not the head coach of the team. So uh, he's he's got the opportunity right now that nobody else does, and that is to try to get this team to perform to certain levels, to get this team to perform to expectations of the general manager, to hold, to hold the accountability factor and those other things that uh, that Doug Armstrong is looking for. He's got the best opportunity now because at the moment – he, he's got the job. So I, I don't know how that'll all play out, Brooke, but yeah, every time he gets a win against big teams like this, you know, and I, and I was saying, I know we were having some, some bright issues there apparently on the phone line, in that first question, but if, if, you know, while the team has not hit that four game over 500 mark this season, they have played four games over 500 under Drew Bannister. So, It's just how you climb to it and keep yourself in it to play meaningful games. And right now, I've got to think that he's done a job that Doug Armstrong's got to be pretty happy with. Curbs,
0: we've always expected since Robert Thomas arrived on the scene that he would be at least a -a point-a-game guy. He's got 41 points in 38 games. He's made his way to the All-Star game. Last week, Drew Bannister talked about how happy he is with his defense and it's interesting because Robert has ascended. This has been a process. It's not an event. But Robert Thomas is a legit all-star. He's He is a, a really, really good player now in the NHL, isn't
2: he? Randy, he's not just a legit all-star. He's a legit candidate for the Selke Trophy. And, uh, and in the good news for all these forwards that uh, are vying for the Selke Trophy, Bergeron is gone. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> You know so and and Bergeron earned it, but it's also a bit of a reputation award, and it can be a hard group to jump into and If you look at what Robert Thomas's numbers look like right now, they actually pace out to be better than what Ryan O'Reilly's numbers were when Ryan O'Reilly won the selfie in that eighteen nineteen season. uh he's part of your top penalty killing. he's part of your top power play, which probably we shouldn't brag about at the moment, you know, <laughs> and he's and he, you know but he's but he is getting those minutes. Uh, and, and on a team that's fighting to find consistency, he's over a point a game. He's, he's been elite. And and I said this in, in one of my takeaways of, of the last Curbside podcast uh, after that game in Carolina. Uh, there's more to get from his line mates. There's a lot more to get in terms of consistency in play from Jordan Kyrou. And there's more consistency to get from Pavel Butchnevich. And Pavel Butchnevich after that Carolina game was even saying that uh, that that Robert Thomas should be in the Selkie consideration. So imagine where his numbers could be if the power play was going or if there was just a little more consistency with, with two line mates there. And, um, his season would look even better. But, yeah, he's, he's moved himself into – and then, most importantly, guys, uh, look at how his matchups in the last five games against these tough opponents, the, the Blues are not letting the other team's top players smoke them, and mm-hmm. that's part of the process.
1: Well, at Curbs, I also wanted to ask you about this weekend, and we were talking about this earlier, the World Junior Championship, where you have Team USA winning gold. Your reaction to that, of course, Jimmy Snuggerud being a part of it, but really the representation from the Young Blues, seven players across the board in the World Juniors. What did you make of that, all that future and talent that you have coming up?
2: Well, it's it, it's a best-on-best best tournament. For, for those that may not understand what the world juniors are. and it's, it's a lot bigger in, in other countries and around the world and th- than it is here in the United States in terms of the, the landscape and in front of mind of, of sports fans. But it's a best on best for uh, the junior age players, you know those, uh, the, those, those 18 year old players. And when you see the Blues prospects performing better than most at that level, that's a really good sign. A lot of players that play in the NHL that are impactful in the NHL have played in this tournament, you know, and and to have seven players in it and then pretty much all seven have their teams do something and play a big role for their teams was was really impressive. Jimmy Snuggerwood Rude, was great. Um, Otto Stenberg was great. Theo Linstein was great. I mean, they had three players in that gold medal game. So whether these guys come in and impact the team next year, whether they go back to their respective schools or leagues and play in this tournament again next year, um, that remains to be seen. But it is a good news uh, and a good sign that prospects that are coming along the way for the St. Louis Blues are performing that well on that kind of stage. That's something to be very excited about.
0: And, Curbs, you mentioned earlier the the Curbside uh, podcast that you do after every Blues game, and uh, you you can find it at 101ESPN.com, and you can find it on the app. But, man, it's great. It's great information, and it's great kind of behind-the-scenes stuff that we don't always think about, and you're doing a great job with it.
2: Yeah, thanks, Randy. You know what we do? We just put – we give everybody like it's it's basically like the post-game show for the next morning if you happen to miss the game or part of it or maybe you miss the broadcast which i can't imagine why anybody would but uh <laughs> if but if but if you do it's just so you get up in the morning and it's uh typically we got it up there oh i get it I try to get up there by about one or two in the morning but if it's uh by 6 a.m for sure and and it's just a way to hear highlights and uh, some opinion we always have joe vitale's breakdown and you know, some other opinions and locker room sound for, from the game the night before. So just a, a good, simple 15, 20-minute way to get caught up on something you might have missed.
0: And I know that you uh, you share my uh, just major hurts this morning for Bill Belichick.
2: <laughs> I just uh, I, I, I don't even know what to do. I've been distraught. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I'm um, just going to go make some scrambled eggs and try to put it into perspective.
0: <laughs> All right, Curbs. Have a great day, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Have a great week.
2: All right, thanks. Thanks, Thank man. Thank See,
0: yep. See you later. That's our friend Chris Kerber on 101 ESPN.